Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, you might remember in the lead up to the marriage debate when the yes case argued so strongly that nothing will change. All that will happen is that two homosexual people who love one another will be able to marry. Of course, the no case was arguing very, very strongly, as you might recall, that everything will change, that there'll be a new agenda on the block, a transgender agenda. And there are so many cases that happen in the transgender changes that are happening, not only here in Australia, but so many of the Western nations around the world, they're all grappling with this, that it's very, very hard to even keep up with the number of cases and stories uh, that are continuing to arise. Well, Bill Muhlenberg has been writing about these issues and the way that the changes are happening across societies like Australia. His latest article is called The Trans-Deformation of Nations. Bill Muhlenberg, a special welcome back to 2020. It's great to be back. Bill, the trans-deformation of nations, a little bit of a play in that word that you've changed there. You've deformed the word. What are you meaning by a deformation of nations? Uh, Well, we speak of uh, the transformation of things, including of nations. Uh, In this case, it's the trans-agenda transformation of nations, but... I suppose to be more accurate, we could speak of a deformation. This is not a change for the better, but it's clearly a change for the worse. It's making things much more, uh, well, for everyone involved, it's much worse. Certainly children, women, society, even the very notions of gender, of biology, all of that is under attack. So there is a transformation going on all right with the trans agenda but it's a, a d uh transformation if you will a deformation not a progress of course you could be locked in your own little cocoon and thinking everything's okay if it doesn't affect me but there is this hyper radical sexual revolution that has been going on, that is going on, that it is changing the sort of world that our children, that our grandchildren are growing up in. Yeah, well, it affects all of us. Uh, we said exactly the same thing, as you mentioned, with the, the marriage debate. The other side kept uh, promising and saying, nothing will change, you won't be impacted, this will have nothing to do with you. Well, we now know everything changes when you go with something like uh, homosexual marriage and special rights for homosexuals, we are all impacted and greatly, in fact. The same here with the radical trans revolution. It's impacting every single one of us. Our children especially are being uh, are at the forefront of being impacted by this. Women, big time, simply look at the issue of sport when men decide they want to be a woman. Uh, you know, join a female team and, uh, well, it's the end of female sports in that case. So all of us are impacted one way or another. So my article, including not just today's article, but some 200 others I've done on this issue in about the last five years, makes it quite clear that everybody all around the West, especially, 
uh, is going to be negatively impacted by this radical sexual revolution. Bill, so many dimensions here that we could unpack. Why don't we try and zero in on one or two and uh, do some justice to those? Uh, You mentioned that women and girls are greatly affected, uh, children, uh, and as well as, of course, adults as well. But girls and women, let's talk about that for a moment. There's new things emerging out of the UK uh, which just show how the trans agenda affects girls and women. Yeah, well, I list, uh, I think, four different examples just from the UK, just from the past week in that most recent article of mine. Uh, Add them to the list. There's hundreds of examples we could now run with. But, yeah, some of the uh, things I've mentioned there, uh, many just straight out of the headlines of newspapers. Uh, For example, the BBC is now putting out booklets for children telling them that there are a hundred different genders they can choose from. Uh, You know, what the state broadcaster, taxpayer-funded, is doing with this kind of nonsense, it's not only unscientific, it's irrational, it's not even biologically correct, but it's running with uh, English taxpayer money to uh, indoctrinate children that they can basically pick and choose, pull out of a hat, whatever sex they want to be. You know, this is absolute madness, but it's being used, foisted upon kids who, of course, young, innocent, wouldn't even know better, don't even know what color socks to put on in the morning. And now they're being told you can pick from a 100 different genders and... uh, It's all up to you. That's how life is. There is no reality anymore. There is no such thing as biology. We simply decide what we want to be, and we run with it. And that, of course, is a pretty disastrous advice for any child, certainly when they go for the puberty blockers with surgery, lopping parts on and off. Uh, This is dangerous stuff, and it's happening all the time. There's a huge spike, a huge demand Uh, for this kind of stuff amongst young people, and it's getting worse. So it doesn't help when you get groups like the BBC pushing this nonsense. Bill, is it the case that when the rights of the transgender community or those who are aspiring that way come into conflict with the rights of girls in particular, that even parents have been told, uh, you know, it's the trans way or the highway, you might as well Mm -hmm. just leave. Is that the case? Well, that's certainly another one of the examples I use in that article, where in the U.K., in English and Welsh schools, for example, they're now being told you either go along with the whole trans agenda or you find yourself a different school. Of course, if all the government schools are pushing this, well, that kind of limits your options as to where you can go. You might have to try homeschooling if and when that's uh, still legal. Mind you, a lot of countries are starting to ban that. So, yeah, it impacts everybody. And, uh, again, the, uh, the child who doesn't know any better, they're basically having adult activists pushing this on them. And uh, often parents have no choice. They either go along with it or they're treated as the, the bigot, the one who's uh, intolerant and hateful. So it's a war against parents. It's a war against family. It's a war, in, war against children. And it's being pushed, again, by a very small handful of activists. It was the same with the homosexual agenda. They make up perhaps 1.5% of the entire population, and yet they managed to overhaul entire societies, 
even radically changed the very heart and nature of marriage. And now we're getting even worse. Now we're changing biology itself. We're changing reality because of a handful of activists. And as we said before, those who are struggling in these areas, well, they need help. They need counsel. It's really mental and psychological issues they need to deal with. So by all means, let's help them in that way. But pushing these lies on children that they can be whatever they want and will happily do uh, surgery on you when they're still growing and still developing, well, this is child abuse, pure and simple, and governments are getting in on the act. This is, uh, this is horrible. You'd hate to be a parent of young children today. Bill, always useful to come back to what Christians believe about gender. And uh, we often will quote from Genesis chapter 1, uh, that we're created in the image and likeness of God. Male and female, he created them. And there are some sad cases that are difficult to deal with and deserve our compassion. But what do you think of these sorts of things that we're talking about today and how we might reinforce the idea of what a Christian thinks about the things that are changing? Well, the Christian believes uh, love and truth go together. So if you really love a child, you tell them the truth. You don't lie to them. And the truth is, as you just said, God made us male and female. Now, sure, as Christians, we believe the whole of the biblical storyline, and that includes the fall. Guess what? Sin has entered the world. Things are now not the way they're meant to be. So everybody is fallen, uh, everyone is born uh, not the way they should be. We're born sinful, we're born, you know, you can be born missing a limb, uh, you know, missing some fingers. These, these are all consequences of living in a fallen world. So yeah, in some very rare uh, minority uh, handful of cases, there are people uh, even born with ambiguous genitalia, where it's just not quite sure. There may be chromosomal imbalance as well, where it's not a clear-cut XXXY situation, as it is in 99.9% of the cases. So for that very small handful, yeah, that's a, that's an issue. But that, of course, has nothing to do with this huge push for trans uh, the gen- transgender revolution on children who would simply question, well, I feel like being a boy today. I, you know, I don't want to be a girl anymore. I want to be a boy. It has nothing to do with any kind of chromosomal imbalances or any kind of ambiguity in genitalia. It simply is a part of adult agendas being pushed, and therefore they're being led along this garden path, and Christians of all people should be saying, wait a minute, God made us in a certain way. Even with the fall, even with some of these abnormalities, the best thing you do when somebody's in this situation is you help them to get back to where they should be. We do not help a person struggling with anorexia by agreeing with them. Oh, yes, I can clearly see you're quite fat, you're quite overweight, I think you need to lose another 30 pounds. That is not what you should be telling a skinny little anorexic who's got mental and psychological issues that need to be dealt with. You can kill a person by doing that. It's the same thing here. You don't feed into a person's delusions. You don't feed into lies being put into their head by adult activists. You tell them truth, and you lovingly steer them away 
from these radical agendas. Love and truth go together. Bill, for those who are thinking of the things that are happening in their local school, those things that are going on in their community, and knowing full well that if they do speak up, uh, there'll be critics and you'll feel even bullied into the attempt to change the way that you think. This is not a time for silence. What's your encouragement to people to be courageous and put your head up above the parapet and actually speak up for truth? Yeah, well, we have to be. As I said, this is going to impact every single one of us. You can try to hide in a corner. You can try to ride this one out. Sorry, it's not going to work this way. Uh, In fact, in a few weeks, I will be at a hearing in the city a tribunal, a friend of mine who's losing his position, a professional person, who, uh, for saying the same thing, I think there are boys and girls, and, you know, you don't just change willy-nilly for daring to say that. He's now being raked over the coals by a, a government tribunal. So this is happening more and more. There's quite a few cases like this that I'm aware of. People are losing their jobs. People are being fined. People are being uh, taken to various courts, all because they stand up for biblical and uh, biological truth. That's not being bigoted. That's simply being truthful. So we have to, of all times and all places, we have to stand. We have to be courageous. We have to say enough is enough. This is harming our children. This is child abuse. This is going to drag all the churches and schools into the courts. It's already happening. Uh, Now is not the time to be uh, cowardly. Now is the time to stand for biblical truth, especially to defend our innocent uh, boys and girls and our own families. Well, Bill, I think you mentioned you've written nearly 200 articles on these issues around the transgender agenda. Uh, the latest one we're talking about is called Trans Deformation of Nations. And I'll point listeners to perhaps uh, be encouraged, inspired, challenged uh, by looking at some of those articles that you've written over now many years. Uh, the website to go to, billmuhlenberg.com, or you can simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for joining us once again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.